This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Since 2019, London has been home to soprano Andrea Manuel, although it would not be had she not been part of the close-knit community of Filipino music students in the English capital. After four years, she is on the cusp of concluding her studies at Guildhall, so to celebrate her time there and the relationships that sustained her, not to mention to perform Filipino music, Manuel mounted the recital Harana, which also features her friends soprano Lizzie Bet Estrada, tenor Mark Bautista, and pianist Riho Akagi. We listen to excerpts from that performance, alongside our conversation with Manuel, where she shared her experiences in London, the importance of community, especially for an international student, sharing Filipino music in England, and more. To open, here are Manuel, Estrada, Bautista and Dakagi in Tu Amore Qual Piacere from Christoph Willibald Gluck's Orfeo ed Euridice.
Before we get to London, of course, you were a student in the Philippines. So maybe a, a quick run through of how you got into classical music. I grew up in a very musical family. I was 14 when I actually got exposed to classical music. I was learning and going to singing workshops, which did not focus on classical singing. I come from a Christian family. So it was a Christian workshop, but a lot of the teachers in this workshop were classically trained. Their voices are very big. It wasn't empty. And that's what I think um, inspired me listening to it because it was very different. And, you know, when they sing without a mic, I found that very fascinating. So I started seeing the same Christian repertoire that are quite high, not really chesty. I discovered that I have a voice for it. I started lessons, eventually singing with one of the teachers in the workshop. Her name is Monique Pereda, a dear friend of mine. And I think I was a bit confused as well because I come from a non-classically inclined family. They would want me to sing pop, but then my voice was comfortable in classical. So started training with her because of all the questions she was still studying at the time. That's when she introduced me to Miss Camille, who then helped me prepare to audition for Saints Scholastica. That's when I started learning about classical. So I never really sang in other languages. I didn't think I knew much about it. But I knew I loved the technique and the process of learning it. You took a rather broad performance bachelor's degree. So why did you decide to pursue music, uh, not just in the Philippines, but overseas? I wanted to travel. First of all, I really wanted to travel. And I wanted to see how different it was. I was very curious about why it was very encouraged for Filipinos to study abroad. And also, Miss Camille got in touch with Susan Waters, my teacher here in Guildhall. And she did master classes, a few master classes in the Philippines before I came here. And she was already teaching in Guildhall and stuff like that. So apart from my curiosity and how encouraged it is, Susan Waters also just encouraged me to go. I sang for her in a master class in the Philippines when I was still in the same school. And after singing for her, she just approached me and she was like, you should go to Guildhall international I don't know um, the thought of it was a bit scary you know being far from family and everything but then as I knew more about classical music I think I wanted more feeding and I think I wanted to know more about the languages and I wanted to do postgrad originally in England but I realized I wasn't up to the level that would qualify for postgrad so I didn't want that to be a hindrance and that to be the reason I don't go abroad so I wanted to really make the effort to come to London and just learn new things and their approach. In science school, when we did the degree, there was still a lot of academic stuff, math, science. So it was general. Being in Guildhall, you just did, you know, was to help you grow as a musician, for you to have the right foundations in order to learn music in terms of language, color, acting, yeah, and build you as a performer. You said you wanted to discover why it was encouraged for Filipinos to study abroad. It's been four years, so uh, why do you think that is? Do you think there are differences in how they approach music there and the way you were taught back in the Philippines? I think in the Philippines, it was more of like how much you could absorb. I think there was that sense of like, oh, you need to grow now. At least for Sainsko and my training, I felt like we were always in a time limit. I think because the Philippines is such a musical country as well, 
you know for some people it's faster for them to grow but for some people they need time and here in london i think they put more emphasis in how much time musicians would need and how difficult it is that's an interesting observation that uh, singing is such an innate quality in filipinos that uh, we sort of just assume that you can perform uh, and of course we go to the filipino community in london you came to the uk in 2019 a very opportune time how would you say the filipino community has helped you during your time in london to be specific mark bautista kuya mark bautista he's a tenor he was in his third year when I came here. Thank God I had him. And he was actually studying alongside um, two other Filipinas, um, Atim Ichi and also Myra May. They graduated by the time I arrived. But I didn't realize how important it was to have Kuya Mark right beside me because I'm a happy-go-lucky person. For instance, when I arrived at the airport, I was convincing my mom that I didn't need anyone to pick me up. But he did. And that was the first awakening of, yeah, you need people behind you. And even better, this is someone from home who know what's comfortable for me and knows his way around London. Even before coming to London, he was already helping me with all of the requirements I needed, what I was lacking, <laughs> and you know what the school would be looking for in me. He's also such a driven person. And I think that's also one of the things that really inspired me in knowing him he's definitely someone to look up to. He had his mind straight to where he wanted to be in. And I was very blessed and I'm very lucky that I had someone in the same field as I was who fully understood being an international student. So I, yeah, it's really important to keep yourself connected to these people.
We heard soprano Andrea Manuel and pianist Rio Akagi and Maurice Ravel's Sank Melodie Populaire Grecque. Here is the rest of our interview. It gets so busy because all of us have to work as well. For instance, Lizzie just arrived here. Um, she's a soprano in Ram. So it's even less that we see her, but we make it a point to gather at least once a month. It depends how busy all of us are. Christmas especially, during the break, we find our way to celebrate with just the Filipino community because that's also nice. It's a really knit group because, yeah, there's not many of us. Whenever someone says, let's meet, easily. We should, just because it's good for us. I've luckily built a good community with my English and Western friends, but I think it hits different. It hits home when you're with Filipinos. What also connects all of us is like the struggle. So, yeah, it's really lovely and very refreshing to have these people by you. Of course, the past few years have been really enjoyable with the pandemic and all. What was it like for you? Yeah, I'd say it was both a horrible experience, but also a very humbling experience. I, I thought I didn't have family here, but thank God. He provided my relatives. These are my far relatives. So I'd never met them in Manila, but got to meet them here. Thankfully, yeah, my tita... Loie reached out and she was like, oh, did you want to stay with us for a little bit? After, I think, three days of the first lockdown, everyone was gone. Everyone went back home and I was alone and I was just like, well, what next? And, you know, the Lord just drops these people on you and he finds a way to really save you from insanity. <laughs> so I stayed with them for a little bit and they really helped me a lot with finding a new place to live in after the first lockdown. So I eventually moved out and then school was still happening at this point. Everything yeah. was online. Thankfully, mm -hmm. Guildhall actually really coped with the pandemic quite well. They mm -hmm. kept us busy. We did an online opera. And my teacher, Susan, also got us busy. She organized the virtual opera studio with Mark. It was such an important part of the pandemic, I think, because it gave me an understanding of a way to reach out to people and the possibilities that it gave me. Because of this, I realized that, oh, I could do a fundraising concert myself as well. I eventually did. And the people who actually helped me through the fundraising concert are people from the Philippines. So this, I was the only one abroad and my family helped me organize. And a friend of mine was the one who set up the Zoom. I want to know about the Filipino community musically in London, because you did say you are trying to actively share Filipino music. Uh, mm -hmm. So what has that been like? I didn't expect it to be welcomed this much. I would sing a few Filipino music every now and then for our casual performances in Guildhall. I think it's so important for them to hear other music because it also inspires them to branch out. It's a good experience to hear something new. Not a lot of people have heard Filipino music. So you can only imagine their curiosities just bloom when they hear us sing. The language and also the color. Every now and then I'd be quite nervous to sing Filipino music because, you know, you never know how they'll take it. It always keeps them curious. So no, they really love it. You didn't just perform a little bit of Filipino music in your last concert, Harana. Well, yes. about half of the program is Filipino music, maybe more. This is, of course, celebrating your time in London, uh, sort of a, a culminating Thanksgiving event. So tell us yeah. why you decided to mount this and why this selection of music. I've been wanting to do a Filipino concert for so long, ever since first year. I think it was the first time I sang Tagalog and my teachers really loved it. I am a different performer when I sing music from home. 
just because it's more personal, much more personal. And people really see that when you sing. And apart from celebrating my four years in London, I really wanted to leave music in England, I think. I wanted them to remember what it felt to listen to music. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to come back to London. I really hope I do. But, you know, there was that part of me that really wanted to make them experience my home. And I wanted to celebrate it with friends as well, with Mark and Busy, and, you know, use my resources to its maximum. Yeah, that's what inspired me. And both of them were really happy to do it. And you can tell when we did the concert, Harana, how different it felt for all three of us doing the first half and doing the second. Yeah, it's just lots of fun. And obviously, this is also the roots of our love for classical music. You did mention that this is a sort of a, a swan song for England, since you are leaving a no, an old chapter and entering the cliché new chapter in your life. What are your plans for the foreseeable future? I really want to learn more about the different countries and their classical music. I really want to go to Germany and learn there for this coming year from most of the people in our class are doing post-grad, but I've decided to put my time into auditions and competitions. I'm much older people in our class. So I think it's time for me to really get used to living as a musician outside of school. It's going to happen one point or another. Yeah, I really want to learn more. I've done London and I want to branch out and learn from other countries. And hopefully, you know, once I've absorbed as much as I can, I'll be able to share this from the Filipinos who are not able to access it. I would love to focus on romantic operas and because I love song and I think it hits different when I sing Lida and I have such a relationship with German Lida. I love the recital setting, but I think now I would love to venture on opera and build my connection with opera and really discover what I want to focus on.
Sopranos Andrea Manuel and Lizzie Betestrada, tenor Mark Bautista and pianist Rio Akagi, all came together to close the recital Harana with Ambrosio del Rosario and Levi Celerio's Calesa. Before that, Manuel and Akagi performed Hernani Cuenco's Sampaguita. Soprano Andrea Manuel organized Harana last March to celebrate her last year as a student at London's Guildhall School of Music and Drama. The recital was recorded at St. Leonard's Church in Streatham and can be viewed in full at youtube.com slash at Bautista. If you wish to support or learn more about our guest, find her at Andrea Manuel Soprano on Facebook or Andrea Manuel underscore Sop on Instagram. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel, and thank you for listening.